the coronavirus pandemic is is taking its toll on the entire uh, world. Some places have been hit harder than others, and one of those places is Italy. Um, I was able to to speak with uh, a resident who lives in southern Italy. Um, she's a lawyer. Her name is Angela Natali, and she uh, gave me a glimpse of what's happening in her town. Um, the connection in this interview uh, is is pretty uh, spotty. Um, so I, I did the best I can, uh, making it, um, you know, polishing up the sound, but the, uh, the internet connection was, uh, was kind of poor. It's, you know, far away and we were able to do the best that, you know, we could, but her English is, uh, really good. Uh, so we were able to understand each other even with the poor connection. So, uh, here's my interview with, uh, Angela Natale regarding the coronavirus pandemic. Where, where in Italy are you? Uh, I live in uh, Caserta. It's a little town in the region Campania. Okay, and that's... In the southern Italy. Southern Italy? So did you grow up there? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, coronavirus has struck your town and all of Italy and all of the world, but uh, Italy is, is feeling the effects of the coronavirus. Um, it seems to be... Uh, more uh, devastating there than in other parts of the world. Um, can you explain what's happening there currently? Um, what's the situation like? Are you nervous? Are you... Uh, well, the world of Italy is uh, uh, quarantined since uh, early March and uh, our life has changed in so many ways. Mm. Um, everyone is at home and we can't go out just for important things, for health reasons, for grocery shopping, for work, even if many work activities are closed, and we don't know yet when things will get back to normal. The situation is uh, really difficult and uh, uh, unusual. Uh, I'm worried about sick people, and I feel bad because a lot of people are, are dying. Mm. Um, my life, my routine are very suspended. Uh, I'm a lawyer and my office is closed from almost one month. Wow. And uh, all the courts are closed too. Uh, so it's not always possible to work under such conditions. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I get nervous. Do they say when things might open? Do you have any idea when uh, businesses might open and the government might and life might get back to normal? I don't think pretty soon. Um, uh, right now, we got uh, a deadline. Uh, the quarantine will continue until April 13th, but we don't even know when it ends. The government say that we will not return to normal pretty soon, unfortunately. Uh, and you're getting daily updates from the government? They're, they they send out daily news alerts to you? Do you get that on your telephone, on your cell phone, or on email, or something like that? To... Uh, we are getting uh, constant updates from the government uh, through television and social media uh, almost every day. Um, they inform us uh, about what is happening, about the number of new infected, and what financial resources are um, 
available to help people who are not working and for small businesses. They also tell us to stay at home every day. So you, you basically can't leave. What happens if you leave? What happens if you go to the store? What happens if you need to get groceries or something important? Um, well, um, you can make uh, grocery shopping and uh, all the essential supplies. Um, all the stores are often full, but they are very well stocked. We can't uh, walk freely down the streets. The police is making sure people stay inside and is making checks uh, every day. Uh, in fact, we need to um, certify why we are going out. And if it's not possible, there is a criminal complaint and the payment of a fine. Um, anyway, in spite of the restriction and bans which have been introduced, many people in some regions keep getting out and going for a round so they don't realize the risk. Mm. In my region, it's not even possible going out for a walk. And the government has delegated uh, the control of people to every region. So the local police is checking who's left their house and why they are going out. Whenever a person is stopped by police, he must sign a declaration explaining why she's going out by providing proof. And the police um, are checking very every day. The police checks are very frequent every day. Do you agree with this behavior? Do you think it's necessary or do you think it's uh, too much? Because it seems like it's very strict. Um, but, you know, also the, that there's a health risk. So do you think that this uh, behavior um, in terms of the police action on the streets is necessary um, or do you think it, it's too much in their in their action? Um, I think uh, it's uh, necessary because uh, uh, the situation is really difficult. A lot of people are dying, a lot of people are getting sick. Um, a, a lot of doctors and nurses are getting sick too. So I think it's necessary. I think it's a, a good thing. Uh, sometimes I get nervous because uh, it's difficult. We are losing uh, our freedom. Our routine is not the same, but I think it's necessary. For, for us here where I live, I can go to a park or I can take a walk um, and it's not recommended that the government does not suggest it. Like the local government here, uh, the city government, uh, asks everyone to stay inside and stay indoors. But, um, people do go for walks and they do go and do various things outdoors, walk their dog or, or something like that, but they stay far away from other people. Um, and just as a precaution or they cover their face. Uh, but this doesn't seem like it's an option uh, where you are. 
unless you have a specific reason to buy food or to do something specific. Is that is that uh, we can we can go out for uh, essential for uh, grocery shopping, but we can mm, go out to, with my dog. Mm, yeah. It's not a problem. We uh, we have to stay uh, far, mm, almost one meter, and um, the government recommended to stay at home. But we can uh, we can go out just for dog, just for grocery shopping, just for work. Uh, when the uh, oh, when uh, even in it's um, uh, even there there are not too many work activities. A lot of work activity are closed. And uh, and if they do stop you, they ask you for your reason why you're out. And you can't go to the grocery store more than once a day or, or something like that? You could only make one trip to buy food per day? Uh, we can make uh, grocery shopping just almost uh, not too often. Uh, when I go out, I try to, um, to buy everything. Uh, grocery shopping, essential supplies. And uh, so... I mm, I'm going out one one day and one time in a week. And it can is that a, is that the limit? Can you do one time per week or can you go twice a week or three times a week? Do they do they tell you how often you can go? Uh it's not it's not a problem uh because we have a uh, um, uh we can go out for a grocery shopping to uh uh, two times, but um, it's not good for, for the for the stores, mm. for the people that are working in the stores, and uh, it's not mm, it's not good for them, for the people that are working in all the stores that are opened. I understand. So it's it's uh, um, something that you do to keep in mind the people people's health but also the workers in the stores um that they stay healthy but also are this the grocery stores by you are they full do they have everything that you need i where i live here there's um a lot of things that are are people don't have like toilet paper is the big one right now if you go to the store there's no toilet paper um so where you live are the stores full do they have all the the food and paper supplies and everything that you need for daily life uh, we, uh, well all the stores um, are often full but they are very well stocked um, and a lot of stores are offering delivery services uh, I know a lot of people in America are very angry about the toilet paper that is <laughs> Uh, flying off the shelves. Yes. <laughs> Thank God we don't have this problem. Uh, we always can get enough. We have some problems with uh, protective face mask mm -hmm. and uh, uh, hand sanitizer. It's very hard to find them everywhere. Mm. Yeah, I know here, I, I, I don't own a mask, but... Um, it, it, if I do start, I haven't been wearing one, I will be honest. If I do start wearing one, maybe like a bandana or just something to cover my face. But 
I know some people are selling masks here where I live on the street. They have like little vendors that are selling masks on the street. It looks like maybe somebody bought a lot of them and are just selling them. Or people are making their own hand sanitizer, which like rubbing alcohol or some kind of alcohol makes the sanitizer. Um, but I'm not sure if, if people are doing that there as well. So they have some kind of uh, sanitizer. A lot of people are doing uh, sanitizer homemade yeah. <laughs> with alcohol and... Uh, you know uh, all the things you can find in the in the for the in, in the hospital, mm -hmm. but um, it's not really good uh, because we need uh, the really hand in face sanitizer. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not. I think it's not good when you do everything or made not in this. Not, not, not in this this case, I think. I understand, yeah. I, I think a lot of people agree with you and think that you're right because people maybe don't do it right and it doesn't work as good. We would like to find them uh, in the in the grocery shopping and essential supplies, but it's very, very hard to find them everywhere, in all the stores. You can You can't. You can find them. Do you know? Is there people that you know, and I, I hope the answer is no, but uh, that that have this virus that are suffering from this virus? Uh, a couple in uh, my little town got sick uh, three weeks ago. Um, they were uh, hospitalized, but they came back home uh, yesterday. I think yesterday, and uh, they are feeling better, thank God. Uh, instead, two people are uh, dead, mm. uh, but they couldn't have uh, had a funeral. Uh, in fact, funerals are uh, banned by the church. Funerals are banned by the church because there's because they can't keep up with them or because people are too close together? Why, why are they banned? Uh, because people are too close. That's got to be very hard uh, for the families. That are... So wedding, funeral, everything uh, is banned. Yeah, that's got to be very uh, difficult for families that have lost a loved one. Um, that they uh, they're they're grieving and they can't uh, they can't have a funeral. It's terrible. Mm. It's terrible. Um, when someone, mm, a lot of people are dying, is dying over here, and um, a f mm, funeral uh, is um, is important for their relatives, mm -hmm. for the family, for the family. So um, it's hard. It's very hard. Is uh, are there a lot of cases where you live, or is it? Uh, are they? Are there certain parts of Italy that are hit harder or have more cases? Uh, well, in the north of Italy, right now we are having many more cases. The government plans an increase, even in the south. Italy 
in the coming weeks. Mm. And I was wondering how the hospitals are handling this uh, situation. Are they they're completely full? They... Uh, the world is a red zone now, and um, uh, um, at the beginning. Beginning, Milano, Bergamo, the the region of in the north of Italy uh, have had a lot of cases of COVID-19, and that's why uh, the world of Italy uh, has become a red zone. But that's necessary because um, those directives uh, wants to reduce the number of new infection that's very important i think do you have enough doctors working do you have enough nurses and and people that are caring for the sick do they have enough beds and every all the supplies that they need uh, italian i'll tell you something uh, that's very important for me um italian hospitals are doing an excellent job uh, nurses and doctors are taking care of so many people and uh, I think they are precious and they are the true heroes of our land right now. Um, it's not easy uh, for them because uh, uh, the treatment of this uh, disease often needs the intensive care unit but they aren't so many places above why a lot of people is dying. Uh, the government is building new, new hospitals uh, quick and uh, is offering new uh, resources mm -hmm. to end this crisis. Um, some Italian doctors in Naples, in the south of Italy, are trying uh, a new treatment that is yielding excellent results, but we have to wait. But they have uh, uh, everything. They have face masks, uh, they have uh, hand sanitizer, uh, they have everything. They're doing, they're doing a great job. The, the Italian healthcare system is um, ensuring a good assistance, but it, it's really overburdened with this current pandemic because there's a lot of sick people every day and uh, all the hospitals are full and mm. a lot of doctors are getting sick too mm. so the system is really under pressure i'm just because I'm, I'm not familiar with the healthcare system there but is that a um sort of a system like a socialist kind of healthcare system where everyone just gets health care is that how it works, or do you have to pay for health care? The health care system is a, is a public system, mm -hmm. not private. So we don't pay uh, insurance like uh, um, American people. I have insurance for health care. Uh, in Italy, no. We don't have uh, insurance. So... Um, with all the taxes we pay every month, every year, we help the uh, the healthcare system. So it's a public system. 
I know in America, it's everything private. That's good in the sense that people, all people could get the help that they need um, and not have to have a huge bill or payment at the end of the treatment. So they, um, it's, uh, but is it good in the sense that is it overburdened if people, too many people go and, um, you know what I mean? Like if, do they get flooded with people? Can they handle everybody? Yes. They are ensuring, uh, a good assistance mm. to everybody, but it's not easy Yeah. because, um, the system is overburdened. There's a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people is sick every day. That's the problem. Every day there is a lot of sick people. So all the hospitals are full. They are trying to help everyone. That's why the government is building new hospitals quickly. Mm. But the people People need the intensive care when they feel uh, bad. Mm. And uh, we don't have a lot of places in the intensive care units. That's the real problem. I'm just curious, are there any, cause I know there's public hospitals. Are there zero private hospitals? Like if you, for people that maybe have money or are wealthy or rich, can they buy health care or you can't do that at all? There's only public option. Uh, we have public hospitals, but we have private hospitals too. Okay. And they are using everything. You have, if you have money or if you don't, uh, it doesn't care. We are using everything. Okay. All the hospitals. Uh, yeah, that was just my question is if people had, they were wealthy or rich, can they... Are they getting better health care? But it sounds like no. It sounds like they're all getting not, the same. Not now. Not uh, under this circumstance. In this disease, we are not making difference. Are, do you think, do they give you any numbers? Because it's usually like a peak, right? It goes up and then it, pl it hits a high point and then usually goes down. Do you know where you are in that, in that spectrum of number of cases? Cases in, uh, in in the south and in the north of Italy are like every day. So we are in the point high point right now. We are not lowing down. That's why we uh, we got a deadline, a deadline, um, and the quarantine and the quarantine will continue until April. 13. We don't even know when it ends. Yeah, I mean, same here for us. Like, we are under the quarantine until April 19th, I believe. But then after that date, nobody knows what's going to happen. It's either going to, um, they're going to extend it and make it longer, or things will slowly open. But it's very unsure right now here as well. Um, we don't know yet. Uh, the government said that we will not uh, return to normal pretty soon. And uh, we don't even know when the quarantine will end. But I think uh, uh, at the end of it, slowly, 
will restart um, maybe first uh, the worker team and then we can start to go out. Everything will restart very slowly. The most maybe important businesses will open, like not important, but the most essential businesses will open first and then kind of, or something like that. Um, Because like you're saying slowly, I know what you mean, but I'm trying to see how, because it's same here, like, you know, it's it's taking a big toll on on business, uh, on all businesses, but especially I feel small businesses, restaurants and, and businesses like this are struggling because they have no income and people could order and have food delivered or they could pick up food, but they can't go inside the restaurants. So a lot of like restaurants in particular are struggling um, right now. Do you, uh, how, how are the businesses, you said there's some stimulus kind of money that's coming to some of the businesses, some kind of financial relief, but uh, are, are they, um, how are they handling the situation? They are closed. Uh, restaurant, bars, theater, school, university, and everything is closed. Um, just the grocery, just the stores uh, for the grocery shopping, they are uh, using the delivery, but um, restaurant, everything is closed. Restaurants oh. are all closed. Uh, I see. Here, um, the restaurants you cannot sit and dine inside, but you could call and you can make an order on the phone and then go pick it up or they'll deliver it to you. The restaurants, um, also here, the restaurant. uh, also the liquor stores are open here. I don't know if they're open where you are, but they kept certain businesses open liquor stores here. Marijuana is legal. So cannabis. So that is those stores could stay open marijuana liquor food and the restaurants only for delivery nothing nothing just grocery stores all the store all the restaurants just everything we can't go out for the dinner yeah it's but hopefully things are good they have to return to normal at some point in time at some point in the future what are your hopes for that that the best case scenario, get everybody healthy and well, open the businesses, get life back to normal. We don't know when that's going to be. Uh, Mark, I think uh, um, I think everything uh, will get to normal maybe in the summer. Um, Did you say summertime? And that's a great problem. I think uh, in the summer, wow. maybe July, June or July or maybe August too. Uh, and that's a great problem because uh, the small business are suffering from the closure a lot. Um, the Italian government is making funds and probably the European Union uh, is making funds too. Uh, you know, you can help uh, the small business. You can restart the national economy. Mm-hmm. 
and um, for many companies, the government, the Italian government, um, you know, is that is activation, the social safety nets. But I think uh, uh, I think in Italy, we get back to normal. I think in summer. Of the people that are getting sick, is it is it predominantly their um, elderly people or older people or young people getting sick too? Is it everybody that's getting sick? Uh, um, everybody is getting sick. Mm. Um, um, young people, um, the old one. Mm, there is no difference. A lot of people are dying. A lot of young people are dying too. A lot of doctors, young doctors, young nurses. Not a great difference. So there's not a great difference, and these are not people that have other health conditions. These are re people that are relatively healthy people that are young and and strong and you know healthy that are getting sick and 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 succumbing to this. They are getting sick too. That's why we are afraid. You're saying that there's some hope with a, a vaccine or a cure that they're, um, they're, that they're talking about? Is that right? Did you say that there's some medicine that is coming that they are hopeful will help with this? As I said before, uh, some Italian doctors in uh, Naples uh, and uh, that treatment is uh, yielding excellent results, but we have to wait. All right. Well, we hope that that works, and uh, I hope that there's yeah a, a, a cure uh, that's that's around the corner. I know some people are saying hydroxychloroquine. I think they use for malaria. That is um, yeah. that is helping with this, but they they have to do more tests. To see if it uh, if it, it does work. Uh, for the malaria, uh, um, uh, there are not Italian doctors, but Australian doctors. Uh, I, uh, I I'm reading something uh, um, on the internet, and I um, uh, I knew the uh, Australian doctors uh, are testing, um, um, you know, for the malaria, and it's it's, it's giving uh, excellent results. But in Italy, no, in Italy they are using uh, something for the arthritis. I don't know if you understand. Um, um, when you have problems, uh, when it's cold outside. Um, you have problems with the bones. Uh, they um, are using um, this kind of uh, um, medicines, and, and uh, this treatment is yielding excellent results. Mm. But it's it's soon. Uh, we we have to wait. What uh, answer we will have from all the hospital, Italian hospitals? Is it is it similar to the United States where the medicine has to go and get approval from different government organizations before it's given to the public, given to people? So it has to get different. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which could take a very long time. 
Could that, yes, yeah. we have. Uh, yes, uh, no, they uh, it really they are doing everything uh, in very soon. Um, we we have an, a public organism and the name is IFA. Um, when you um, uh, when you try a new treatment, you need an, uh, a new uh, um, authorization. When you try a new treatment, uh, you need uh, a certification and an authorization from IFA. And in Italy, uh, some Italian doctors in Naples they uh, they had. They got vinyl uh, for testing uh, all the medicine pretty soon. Sorry, can you repeat the last part? So, you, did you say that they were they were gonna give give the medicine out pretty soon, or uh, Italian doctors uh, in Naples uh, they have had uh, the authorization from uh, IFA uh, for from the uh, they have had uh, the authorization pretty soon. Oh, okay. So uh, um, sometimes we need uh, more time. Uh, uh, not now. So now they're they're trying to move fast to get it to get it approved. It sounds like yes, very fast, very fast. Are you have you picked up a hobby or something in this time indoors, or how are you passing the time inside? Are you reading or well, doing uh, something that you enjoy? Well, I uh, I am trying uh, to take something good from this situation. Uh, I like to read. Uh, I like to listen to music, to practice sport, and I spend time doing all of this. Uh, then I'm working uh, at home, so I can pin some pieces pending in my office. Uh, I'm leaving more my family. I'm resting much more. Uh, I love cooking cakes. I don't like being bored. That's why. <laughs> well, that's good. that's good that you make the most of the time. And you stay productive because it, it could be very easy to like for me, I maybe I sleep a little later or, you know, get lazy. So it's good to stay busy and to stay active. Yes, I um, um, It's difficult for me to stay calm, sit on. Um, I have. Um, uh, a very active life, so it's not That's easy good. for me. But I'm I'm trying to take something good from all of this crisis, or from this. I have a lot of hobbies. I spend time doing all of this. Is there a sense that, as as Italian citizens, that people are coming together and are are helping each other? And are sort of maybe uniting in in a way that they 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 wouldn't unless there was a crisis or something happening, or is there any feeling of maybe like anger of how this started and and how what what's sort of the the general feeling of 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 the people that you're meeting and, and seeing? Well, well, 
Mark, I think um, we need uh, we need uh, um, a solidarity. Um, and uh, I'm I'm seeing uh, the people are very united, are very close. Uh, everybody is helping to each other, and that's the real. That's that's very important. I hope um, every everybody can remember that forever. It's very important. The solidarity, the, a concrete solidarity. Uh, I'm seeing all of this in my little town, but in Italy too. No, that's a very important point that, yeah, sometimes it's nice to have that without a crisis, but a crisis really brings people together in in many ways that, you know, when things are fine, it maybe is not so much the case. But uh, when something like this happens, it's definitely nice to see people unite and help each other. And, um, you know, yeah, hopefully that, that feeling of will continue. It's very important. I've... I hope um, everybody can remember this, uh, even uh, if, even even when everything will get back to normal. I hope so. Do you think that this uh, event has changed not only Italy or or you know in your? I'm curious how it changed Italy, but. It's changed possibly, or definitely, I would say, the world. Um, like, things will not be the same after this. I mean, do you ever uh, think about that? Or, or what's your thoughts on that? Of, like, will this be maybe a sort of an annual thing every year? Now, during a flu season or a sick time, people are going to have to quarantine or something like that. Like, how is it, how has it impacted or changed the world, this event? Uh, after this experience, uh, I think uh, that life will never be the same again for all of us uh, the world, in all the world. Um, maybe we are still too uh, tied to our habits. I don't know if you understand. And this current pandemic has challenged everything. Because we are, we all are testing our limitation. I know if I, if you understand, um, that's why this experience has even my view of the world. Because uh, I'm afraid. I felt uh, a sense of danger, but at the same time, I'm appreciating my routine my job, my freedom, my family, the human solidarity. And I think everybody needs, and that's the real important. I hope, uh, I hope everybody will remember that. It's impacted everybody. For us, like we now, we're more cautious with how many things we use, like paper products, you know, like we're, we, we don't waste as much, you know, things like that. And, uh, yeah, you definitely take it, uh, appreciate 
more being outside, things maybe you take for granted, things that uh, you just you you take is um, what's another way to say it. You just accept that as like life, so you don't appreciate it as much, but then you appreciate it more when you go without it. Yes, um, that's why, I, uh, as I said before, I'm really, really appreciating my routine, my job, my life, my freedom. Um, it's very difficult to stay at home every day. I can't uh, go out for a walk, for a run. And so um, I realized the importance of my life, of my routine. <laughs> I miss my routine. <laughs> well, I, I hope... Miss my job. <laughs> well, I hope you can get back to all of those things very soon. Uh, hopefully that will be the case. Um, when, I mean, do you think maybe first they're going to maybe let ease the restrictions on maybe more rural areas and small towns and then go to bigger cities. You know, like, um, I live in a big city, but you know, maybe if you drive two hours from here, there's like a, a couple miles maybe between houses or something, you know what I'm saying? So like people are more spread out in smaller cities, smaller towns. So you think maybe those smaller towns will open first, get back to normal and then they, maybe get to the bigger cities? Is that how they think it might happen? or? No, I think it's not... It doesn't exist a big difference uh, between small or big cities. Um, I think the difference uh, we will have with uh, the small and the and the big companies work activities, okay. but not cities. Um, we will have, uh, I think, uh, something will change, uh, not for cities, I think for work activities. Because people have to get back to work, yeah. This was really informative. It's It's a very... You know, because we read a lot in the news about what's happening in Italy, but to actually talk to somebody who's living through it, I think, really brings it to life. And you could really understand more of what's happening instead of maybe just like a 30 second news clip or something, if that makes sense. So to, I really appreciate speaking with you and, and to get a, and getting a, a, um, a glimpse or a view of what's really happening in, in your country. Because um, I think it's important. Um, I think uh, it's important to speak to each other. I'm I'm talking to you, so um, I'm learning something about your countries. Yeah. Uh, all the world needs to understand all the bad crises we are living. Um, you know, if, he, if we all stay at home and we play by the rules, uh, we should help 
all the all the doctors, all the nurses that are fighting in the hospital. Um, we will get out. We just so we will get out of this bad crisis. So it's important to to talk to you, and it's important to talk to me. Um, we are learning something to each other. Now that's very. I hope all the information I'm giving you will, will be helpful for everyone, for American people, for you and your family, for everybody. Well, I definitely appreciate it. I know the listeners appreciate it. Um, it and I totally agree that communication is very important, especially now. And uh, to understand what, you know, what each other are going through. And uh, yeah, I, I really, really appreciate you taking the time. I know um, English is not your first language, but you did a great job communicating. So thank you for that. And, um, thank you. Was there anything you wanted to say or was there something you wanted to talk about that we didn't talk about that you think is important or did we cover it all? Is there anything that, that we missed that you feel that we should talk about? Mark, I think uh, um, you asked me uh, all the important things. Um, just one thing. Uh, we have uh, uh, to respect all the people that are dying. Uh, we have to respect all the nurses and all the doctors that are fighting in the hospitals every day. I think no one wants to lose. Now, each of our choices can make a big difference. I think that's a, a really important thing that you said, so it's important that we, we pay... Um, you know, respect and, and remember the people that have lost their lives to this, but also uh, honor the, um, also, and, and uh, appreciate the, the doctors and the medical uh, professionals who are working to save lives. And I think that's really important because they're really on the front lines. They're the ones that are, that are really handling uh, the crisis. So I hope everybody stay at home. We are... We stay at home, uh, and it's not easy. Um, sometimes you get nervous because you, uh, you stay at home every day, every day, from one month. But it's necessary. It's, uh, it's a good thing. I just want to ask you, just as a follow-up quickly, because I didn't ask you, if you do go outside... Are you required to wear a mask or a face cover or any kind of uh, any kind of thing like that when you go outside? Do you have to wear that? Yes, uh, everybody uh, um, everybody has uh, uh, you know a, um, a, a face mask. Yeah, protective face. Uh, for the nose, for the for the for the mouth, and and uh, you know they have a hand uh, uh, gloves. Yeah, 
I, I, I don't remember the word. I, you I know, when you, you protect your your hand. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the word exactly. Uh, exactly the word, but um, everybody. Uh, all the people that are going out for shop for grocery shopping, they have a, a face mask and uh, you know the, the, the protection for the hand. All right, yeah, just curious. But you, you can find you you can find you can find uh, um, uh, a protective a protection for your hand even um, outside. All, of all the stores, when you go when you go out um, for shopping, uh, you can find uh, all the protection for the hand just outside. So when you go to the grocery store, they have like a dispenser or something where you could take gloves yeah. for your hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and does the government? I'm just sorry. One other question: Does the government give you masks and gloves too? Do they do they offer those things to you, or do you have to purchase them and buy them yourself? Uh, we are waiting for um, for all the protective face mask. Um, they are they are arriving. Um, not every day. Um, we are um, um, all the mask. Um, in my little town, uh, I arrived um, three days ago. Okay, so they arrived in your town three days ago, and they're going to be given to the to the residents, to the citizens, to the people in the yes. next couple yes. days or weeks. Or yes. all right. Yes. Um, well. I think that pretty much covers everything that we were going to talk about. And I just want to say thank you again, because I think it's a very um, helpful information. I hope this information I gave you will be helpful for you. Hopefully, maybe we could do a, uh, an update or a follow-up in the, in the future sometime in the, you know, um, a month or you know, see what happens. If you have the time, maybe we can give me an up, you know, do an update. You can, you can call me wherever you want, whenever you want. Uh, it has been a great pleasure to meet you. And uh, uh, it has been a great pleasure to talk to you. And relation on your podcast too.